Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solo Collective podcast. My name's Matt Saunders and I am your host. I work as a coach to freelancers and creative agency owners. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about the power dynamic that we often see play out in client relationships. I've now been self-employed for over 15 years. I started out as a freelancer around 2008, 2009, but I actually started selling websites to clients a few years before that when I was basically just a teenager you know, it was a hobby in my bedroom, used to learn how to, you know, do graphic design websites and stuff like that. Around that time in the early to mid 2000s, this stuff was really, really taking off. And, you know, the older generation in business at that time really hadn't caught on with technology. It was totally alien to them. So I was the cool kid, you know, I, I was like the, the the tech whiz kid that people would come to to do these things for them, make websites for them. And I used to absolutely love it. Because it was a hobby for me, turning it into a career was a bit of a challenge from a mindset perspective. I found that I was quite deferential in those client relationships. You know, I would put them on a pedestal. I would uh, allow myself to be talked down to. I would allow myself to be led uh, I remember one instance where I was doing a logo for somebody. I mean, I don't do this kind of stuff anymore, but, and they were standing right behind me and they were watching me do the work. And the guy was telling, it was actually a 3D, it was a oh, terrible, terrible. It was a 3D graphic logo in some 3D modeling software that I was using at the time. And the guy was saying to me, I'll just turn the logo that way a bit. And I would do, and then he'd go, hmm just turn it back that way. And I'll go, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, the kind of stuff that is just awful. Like we don't want that happening in these creative projects. We need time to breathe. We need our own space and we don't want someone looking over our back figuratively or literally in this case. And so in this episode, I want to talk about how we can kind of flip that power dynamic on its head to make you more of a leader in your own business. And so that, you know, clients essentially are contained and they're not the ones running the show. So if you're new to freelancing or business ownership, or even if you've been doing it for a few years, you, it can sometimes feel like when you talk to a prospective client, you're the one that's kind of in the, in the interview chair. You know, you're, you're being cross-examined and your one wrong answer from being shown the door, you know, and that's the dynamic that's, or rather the mindset that we go into, into those situations with, and then we create that dynamic. You know, I found that clients actually, they want to be led. They want to feel like you're a safe pair of hands, but if you turn up all deferential with an employee mindset, they're going to step in as the boss. If you don't take leadership, that will create a vacuum of leadership and then they will step in and they will lead that conversation. So what we want to do as creative professionals, whether you're selling copywriting, whether you're selling marketing, whether you're selling graphic design, doesn't matter what it is, you want to be showing up as the leader in that conversation, the one who's taking them by their hands and saying, follow me, I've got this worked out, I have a process, this is my expertise, this is the kind of stuff that I have studied and think about, okay? This is the kind of stuff that I do. So, I mean, I spent years getting on calls with prospective web design clients and like they would sit down straight away and start telling me what they wanted. And instead of me interrupting that process 
And by the way, it's fine for them to express what they want. That's kind of what they're there to do, right? But again, we have to contain it. But if you don't contain it, like I never used to do, you will sit there and just dutifully scribble down, take notes, take notes, take notes. Oh, okay, so yeah, you want that. And then you want this page. And oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, blah, blah. And before you know it, you go away with just this mishmash of notes, no real idea of what you're supposed to be quoting on. And, you know, then you'll send a proposal over, probably over email. And guess what? It's going to get ignored. You're going to get ghosted. And then you'll blame them for ghosting you. Yes, it's rude. But ultimately, you didn't take control of that conversation when it was playing out. And so therefore, it hasn't worked out very well for you. So if there's one thing that I've learned over the years, it's that clients are not looking for a people pleaser. They're not looking for somebody who can just sit down and do as they're told. They actually want to be led. And by leading somebody is to challenge them you know, affectionately and with respect, it is to take them on a journey. So some of the things that you can do to start flipping this power dynamic is, well, first and foremost, if somebody wants to book a call with you, you make it a bit harder for them to get in touch with you. So you don't just have a call booking link or a phone number or something like that, and they can just brain dump on you that same day if they want. You don't want that. You want to be a bit more discerning and discriminating in a way, in the way that they can get in touch with you. So you want to have some form fields to fill out when they get in touch with you. You know, tell me what this call is about, what you want to achieve from it, what your current situation is, some pre-qualification questions that gets them thinking and helps them to see that you're not somebody that can just pick up and use. You know, that's another thing. A lot of freelancers talk about being used. Oh, I hope that they use me. You know, language is powerful. We don't really want to be talking about ourselves as utilities in this way. Okay. So we don't want to be used. We want to be seeing ourselves as a partner. So first of all, yeah, make it a bit harder for them to get in touch with you. Then when they do, don't allow them to take over that call. When someone gets on a call with you, slow it down and just say, thank you for booking the call with me. This is what we're going to talk about. This is how much time we have. And maybe even ask them what they want to get out of that call. And so they feel like they're, you know, they feel like they're in safe hands. And then when they start asking you and telling you about the things that they want, oh, we need a new website, we need a new brand identity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of just sort of nodding along with that, you can just, you know, probe it a little bit, ask them, oh, okay, so tell me a little bit more about that. How, how old is your current website? How long have you had it? What kind of, what, you know, is it generating leads currently? Uh, if we replace it with a new site, what, what kind of impact do you want it to have on your business? The trick is to have them spell out in detail specifically what working with you is going to help them with. I've been involved in projects before that have basically turned out to be vanity projects. You know, companies haven't liked their website and they've got a new marketing director. The marketing director's just gone out and got a new website and then it hasn't really done anything for them because they haven't actually understood or taken time to determine what the key objectives of that project were. It was just a vanity project. It was just a way to stamp their authority on their new role, for example. So we don't want to get swept up in this. We want to slow people down and really get them to prove themselves to us, flip that power dynamic, put them in the interview chair. It's not all about them deciding whether they want to work with you. It's about you deciding whether you want to work with them as well. And to really make this work, to really inculcate this mindset, there is one key takeaway that I want you to take from this podcast. And that is to not have any attachment 
to the outcome of a conversation with a potential client. Most of us get on calls with, like I used to have people drop into my inbox having booked a call with me and almost start counting the money. Oh, they're a new client. <laughs> what a naive thing to do because you know, they're not necessarily going to become a client first and foremost. But secondly, if you go into that call with the assumption that you've already got them as a client, that can have really negative impacts on the way that you show up. Um, yes, we want to be confident. Yes, we want to start talking from a team perspective. Oh, we could do this. We could do that. Like that's that that strategic partner um, approach can be really beneficial. But we don't want to be thinking, oh, you know, this is going to happen, or I need this to happen, or this this project must come off. We don't want any of that negative baggage hanging around on calls with clients. We want to go in there with a curious mindset, almost a childlike mindset of inquisitiveness, where we are just sort of asking them about their business, asking about the projects, asking about their goals, and then with genuine authenticity, deciding in our own minds, can I help this person? If I can, then I'm going to take the conversation down this route. If I can't, then I'm going to take it down this route. So you are making the decision. That's the real mindset shift here. It's about detaching from any perceived outcome and then putting yourself in the driving seat of your own business. Am I going to work with this client? Am I not going to work with this client? Am I going to refer them on to somebody else? Am I going to suggest something else? I get it. This stuff is difficult to do. It can take a lot of confidence that you may not currently have. But if you just start doing it, if you just start introducing just some of these techniques that I've shared with you in this episode, your whole approach will begin to change and your business will change. Your income will change. You know, even if you start controlling calls a little bit better by outlining how it's going to run when somebody gets on a call with you. You know, if you can put your best foot forward and say, we've got 60 minutes together or half an hour together or whatever it is, here's what we're going to talk about based upon what you told me when you booked this call. And then at the end of it, we're going to see, uh, you know, what the best option is for us. Just that alone could change how that call goes completely. So if you find that you're always in the interview chair with clients and you're always a little bit unconfident and you always feel like you want to get the work, but you're getting rejected and you're getting ghosted, Give this a go. See if you can flip that power dynamic so that you're the one in control because you actually are. It's your business, remember? You can decide whether you want to take on a project or whether you don't. And when you start doing things intentionally in this way, it's going to have an impact on all the other areas of your business as well. And ultimately, that's going to change things for the better for you and your clients. So that's what I have for you in this episode. If you thought that this was helpful, please let me know. You can reach me on LinkedIn. My name's Matt Saunders. Just search for me on there, add me and send me a message. You can find out more about what I do at mattsaunders.uk. And if you like this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with one of your peers in the industry. I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I'll see you on the next one.